Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to this episode of our Be Styled podcast. This podcast is dedicated to hairstylists from hairstylists, and today we are introducing my partner. Her name is Tracy. She is going to tell you all about her. My name is Kelsey, and if you want to learn about me, you can listen to the next episode. However, let's give her a call, and we'll dive right into where Tracy comes from and what she thinks of our industry that we love so much. Hello. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm good. Good. Um, so on this episode, we are introducing ourselves, and this is your time to shine right now. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> you know how much I love to talk about myself. Yes. <laughs> All righty. So my name is Tracy, and I've been doing hair for over 35 years now, so I must like it, right? Because <laughs> I'm doing it. Uh, anyway, I started out in kindergarten and made the decision, honestly, that I wanted to be a hairstylist. My mom was a hairstylist and, um, I just love watching her do people's hair and, you know, having them come over with their families and we got to hang out. So it was a nice thing, you know, to do. Um, I went to school for cosmetology at 19. I went to Gordon Phillips. It was located in Willow Grove at the time. Uh, and when I graduated from my, for my cosmetology license, I decided to stay and go for my teacher's license. Um, at the time I was just a kid and I was thinking I probably either won't use this for a while down the road or maybe not even at all. Cause I wasn't like, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I didn't love going to regular school. It wasn't my favorite thing. So I really couldn't see myself teaching in a school when I didn't even want to be in a school in the first place. I felt the but, same way getting my teacher's yeah. license. I was like, I'm probably not going to use this. <laughs> yeah, never. I, honestly, my teacher was the one that, like, pressured me into it. Yeah, same. Because, yeah, he's like, I said, why? Why would you ask me to do this when I don't even like school? And he's like, because when I can't explain something to another student, you can explain it so they can understand it. So a lot of times when kids look confused or were frustrated – I could speak to them in a way they could comprehend it, which made it simple. Um, so I guess he saw that in me, um, and that was my joke. I would say, really, then I guess I should be getting paid your paycheck since <laughs> I'm doing your job. But he didn't think that was funny. So, yeah, that's okay. But anyway, um, you know, fast forward from that point on, I did end up using my teacher's license. At 23, um, I decided to open up my own business for hair my hair own hair studio and at the time um somebody needed a substitute teacher at North Monco so even though I just opened up my own salon I also substituted on Mondays when my salon was closed uh just to help them out and to get a feel if I was interested or not but um I was more interested in educating hairdressers um over you know high school students so I ended up um teaching for a company and educating. I traveled all around um, and it was a predominant, you know, business back then. Uh, it's still actually around Matrix. I, I did start teaching and educating for them when I was younger. Um, and then I had my own salon for 12 years. How would the Matrix thing look? Like what, like would you get a, like a, you know, would you be told what, how far would you travel or like what was the deal oh, with that I, then? Yeah, I traveled um, uh, maybe three to four hours, if that. 
mm-hmm. and sometimes half an hour. So mm-hmm. my, my, my area was pretty big. How that worked was you were asked, you were requested to do classes for them mm-hmm. and you could choose whether you pick and choose whether you wanted to do it or not. You know, they knew that I had a salon, so they knew I was pretty busy with that. Um, so I would only give them Sundays and Mondays, mm-hmm. which I said, yeah, I would say I'm open on Sundays and Mondays. Let me know what you want. And if I can do it and I didn't have a previous commitment, I would do it. So I did a lot of educating back then. Uh, and it was all kinds of stuff. It was highlights, color, cutting, um, up styles, makeup. And that was one thing too. Like I really didn't focus too much on makeup in cosmetology school. Cause I was really more into cutting and blow drying and that kind of stuff. So it wasn't my passion to do makeup, but we were required to do makeup. So I learned what I needed to, to educate in it, but it wasn't my first love, you know, mm-hmm. like, so and that was the thing, too. Like, after a while, they started having more people who were into makeup do the makeup part and let the people who wanted to do more hair do hair. So I, I enjoyed it more then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun, though, and it was exciting. I did shows, and, you know, luckily my manager really liked me because I got to do all the shows. You know, some people only got to do some of the shows, but I always had first option if I wanted to do it or not. So that was exciting. And also not just exciting, like we had to do grunt work too. You know, you had to bring all the products and set them up for people, break them down and put them in boxes. So sometimes people think when you educate for a big company, it's like all this glamour and stuff, but you know, it's work also. So, you know, if anybody's thinking about doing it, I highly recommend the experience of it. And my thing too was honestly, I didn't love regular school, like, you know, kindergarten to 12th grade. It wasn't my cup of tea, what I was learning, but I did enjoy hair. So part of working for Matrix was I knew that they'd have to educate me so that I can educate others. Mm -hmm. So it was to learn myself, to grow myself, you know, not just to teach, but I also enjoy learning. Yeah. 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 I think too, like, and before you carry on, because I know there's much more to your story, but like, I think... Um, education, we already are already seeing it like all over the place now. So, you know, considering being a licensed teacher would be, I think, a wise thing to do or to, you know, to dive into education would be a wise thing to do because I think everyone's in the position now with COVID-19 and everything. Our new normal, I think, looks like a very educated new normal, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, people... Uh, have a lot to fall back on and another thing too is there's both points on that side of the coin on that um, to work for certain companies you don't need your teacher's license you you actually don't you just need to know what you're doing and be good at what you're doing mm-hmm. you know so you can I don't know that's what I think is the very best thing under our umbrella you can do and be anything be a makeup artist you could be a hair uh, bridal you could do bridal work you could do like you do men's barbering you know, you have so many options and so many choices. It's almost so, overwhelming sometimes, though, too. Yeah, it is. It is. Because if you're good at a lot of things, you want to do it all. But I found in my 55 years of life and 35 plus years of hair experience, some people should really specialize. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. if you're not good at everything, you shouldn't be doing it. Right. And if you're better at one thing than another, then you should really, if you're more passionate, let's say it that way. Some people think they're going to work in a salon and have to do everything, but not all salons run that way. There are salons that have you focus and have you in, you know, certain areas. You don't have to do it all anymore, which is good. My first salon that I worked at, 
they expected us to do manicures, makeup, everything. Manicures? Said, Hell yeah, no. it was horrible. It was horrible. I was like, this is not fair to the client. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, because I don't know how to do a manicure. I never got into nails. I did whatever I could basic to pass my board. But I, that wasn't my passion. So I didn't pay enough attention because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I said, now you're having clients pay full price to get their nails done with people who are not manicurist yeah it's you crazy. Know, that's why I believe in specializing that's my you know thought process mm-hmm. yeah and then um after my studio um was open for 12 years then I started having kids and so I I backed down my days you know because I wanted to spend some time you know being a mom because right. I had worked honestly since I was 11 and at this point I was 27 years old so and with my studio and working for Matrix and teaching for North Monco, I honestly worked 14 or more hours a day, seven days a week. So I was ready at that time, mentally, physically, mm-hmm. to like, you know, take some pressure off my my mind body, you know. Yeah, totally. And you know how it is with our with our industry. Like, I absolutely love it. I am passionate about it. I live my life to love and serve others. That's why I think I'm I'm good at it because. I love to talk to people, to help people, to make them feel pretty, to make them feel better, like the energy, you know, you want to raise their vibration while you're in your chair. So all that takes a toll sometimes if you're not, you know, filling up your own cup also. Yeah, for sure. I think that was wise, wise decision on your part. Yeah, it was. It wasn't serving anybody. When you come from, like, passion and love and when you work 14 hours or more a day, seven days a week, and you absolutely love it, and that's all you have, that's great. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the point where you're exhausted mentally and physically, no matter how good of a job you do, you're really not serving yourself or others to their fullest potential. Right. Totally. So sometimes it's time to, like, you know, take a break or take what you need for yourself. That's what's coming up with now with the COVID. Like, some people are going to want to go back to being hairdressers and some people aren't. Some people are going to say, hey, you know what, this break was forced upon me, but I'm kind of enjoying this break mm-hmm. so I think these times are going to have people making different life choices for sure yeah I definitely think our industry is even just like you know there's going to be people that are leaving now you know choosing a different route right now and then the, I think there's also going to be people that down the road even six months from now or something like that are going to see what the new normal looks like and potentially be like okay this doesn't work you know like it's constantly changing um, but I do think our industry is going to get a bit more focused, more small, like after all of this, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Good thing you brought up constant change. The reason I've been doing this for 35 years is it's constantly changing. I'm not the kind of person that can just do things over and over again. I get bored too fast. Got the whole ADHD going on, mm-hmm. high energy, you know, like I need to be stimulated. That's just who I am as a human. I'm only really too joke about adding letters to describe people because I feel like everybody runs at a different kind of energy. You know, some people have more energy, higher energy. You know, sometimes you feel a little bit light, less energy. So, oh, I was like, I what are you talking about adding letters? Do you mean ADHD? Yeah, like yeah. I don't really like, I mean, I only say it as a joke because that's who I am, but. I don't, I feel like people put all these names and letters and all this other stuff to describe how people are acting, mm-hmm. but people are just acting how they should be acting, mm-hmm. you know, they're running on the energy and vibration at the time that they should be, you know, so, and I found for me, because I do have a ton of energy, I was really good at teaching because I could have 15 different kids in a 
salon environment at school doing people's hair and I could ha help them off mm. because I have that energy. Somebody could be doing a perm, somebody could do a highlight, somebody could do a manicure and a haircut, but I could handle it because of my higher amount of energy. Right. So, you know, I learned how to channel it and use it for my good. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a positive. Yeah, sure. And, and that's another thing, too, that we, we talk about when we're hairdressers. Like, no matter what, you have to show up for every single client, whether it's your first client of the day or your last client of the day. So you have to do whatever you need for yourself, even if it is to, like, I like to wash my hands in between each client, A, because I think it's a good sanitary practice, and B, having the cold water after the warm water kind of breaks you up, wakes you up, and puts you in it, like, you know, in my mantra, washing my hands is, clearing the energy from the last client and preparing myself for my next mm -hmm. and like we are going to get into in this podcast about how to do that from like a very full place so that it doesn't feel draining um so one of our later episodes is actually all about clearing and like grounding yourself um and we're also going to touch on confidence which is huge as well but the clearing and the grounding yourself i think is really important because in order to do this career for 35 years, I think you have to be able to do that on some level, you know, and honing that will only benefit you, especially if you can do it. Maybe you're just beginning in this industry. Learn how to do this now and learn the importance of this emotional intelligence piece and your energy and how energy affects you, because a lot of times when people are getting burned out, it's really the, the people side of things. Yeah, definitely. What what are you going to allow in your space? And that's it, too. Like you said, we'll talk much more about it in depth later. But just to focus, just in the morning to focus yourself and know what your intention is. You know, like if you wake up in the morning and ask yourself, how can I be a blessing in every person's day I come into contact with? Mm -hmm. You're definitely going to enjoy your day much more. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tracy has like much more nuggets of wisdom to drop on us, but I want to say, I think that was awesome. I think you gave a great synopsis of who you are and why you're here in this industry and a lots of wisdom. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. It was good to chat with you. Of course. I will talk to you in a bit. Okay. All right. Sounds All right. Good. Bye. Bye. So that is Miss Tracy. And she also goes by Miss B. Her last name starts with a B. So you can call her either of those. She is a gem. I describe her as a walking heartbeat. Again, to do this career for 35 years, I think you have to know a bit about what you're doing. So I'm honored to be her partner. I'm more honored to be her friend. And I look forward to you guys getting to know us throughout this podcasting journey. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>